Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, everybody. So your opening code for the scholarship celebration is 82048. Again, it is 82048. Great. Go ahead, Mary. Thanks, Mika. <clears throat> Good morning, everybody. Um, thank you so much for being here. My name is Min Ha, and I'm the president of ACB Students. And I want to welcome all of you to the 2021 ACBS Scholarship Celebration for this year's group of scholarship winners. Um, I'm really excited to be here with everybody um, and to get to know the scholarship winners a little bit um, because it is virtual. It's a little bit different. Um, Usually at convention, we actually have a luncheon to celebrate all of you and your accomplishments um, with a banquet, but we can't do that. So we'll just do some introductions here and then... um, We'll probably hear a little bit from the scholarship committee, and then we have a really fantastic keynote speaker for you today, um, Gabriel lopez Cafati, and you'll hear from him later. Okay, so to get us started, we're going to do this by birth month. So if you have a birthday in January, can you please raise your hand and... Our wonderful host, Mika, will acknowledge you so you can speak and introduce yourself. Um, So you can say your name, where you're from, um, if you're a scholarship winner, and if you know your scholarship, um, and just a little bit about yourself, whatever you would like to share. So we're starting with... Okay, Isaac. All right. Hi, everyone. Um, My name is Isaac Hyman, and I'm an ACB scholarship recipient this year. And um, yeah, just so grateful to be um, one of the recipients. And all of you are amazing. (laughs) I am. I'm from Mukilteo, Washington, up in the great Northwest. And I'm going to school at Western Washington University, studying behavioral neuroscience and um, pre-med as well. And um, yeah, just like in my free time, I love to be outside as much as possible. I love to hike, just yeah, love to be in nature. So yeah, super glad to be here. Thank you. Thanks, Isaac. And you're a repeat scholarship winner, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we love repeats. Awesome. Okay. Anyone else in January with a birthday in January? I'm sorry. Yes, we have Megan. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. Hello, everyone. My name is Megan Downing. I'm from Santa Barbara, California, and I attend the Berkeley College of Music in Boston. Um, I'm studying music performance and music therapy, so I hope to pursue a career in music therapy and help heal people with music. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm a re- repeat scholarship winner as well, and I'm a recipient of the Anderson, or sorry, the Gillette Anderson Parcel Scholarship. So super grateful for all of that because I really wouldn't be able to achieve my goals without the help of ACB. So glad to be here. Thank you. Welcome, Megan. And next we have Andy Tom. Hello, everybody. Um, so I'm not a scholarship winner, but I believe I heard that I was still supposed to introduce myself. So I'm, uh, I'm from California, part of the uh, um, California Council of Blind Students Group. Um, and I know a couple of the scholarship winners here today. Um, so I'm just here to support and uh, see who's, who's here and congratulate everybody. So. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. We'd love to have you. Um, And if you are a part of the scholarship committee, please say that as well. You are here. And then we don't have anyone else with their hands raised for for January. Fabulous. Okay, we're going to move to February. If your birthday is in February, please raise your hand. There are currently no hands up for February. No February babies? Okay. How about March? Um, There's no hands raised for March. Oh, there they are. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, Let's give them a second. Antoinette? 
Yes, hi everyone. So my name is Antoinette Cervantes and I am the second vice president of ACB students. And Gabriel. Thank you. Um, my name is Gabriel Lopez Cafari. I'm uh, president of Blind LGBT Pride International, BPI, uh, friends of uh, most of uh, the board of ACB students uh, and um, looking forward to becoming friends with the new incoming members and also scholarship recipients. And I'm here, as Min said earlier, um, as your keynote speaker today. So hopefully I won't bore you to death. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Thanks. Okay. And there is no one else with their okay. hand raised. How about April? We have Ryan. Hello, my name is Ryan Thomas. I'm a scholarship recipient this year, the Floyd Qualls Memorial Scholarship. I'm pursuing my master's degree in accounting and finance at the University of Arizona, and I live in Tucson. Um, this is my first scholarship and my first ACB national convention. Woohoo! Welcome. I hope you're enjoying it so far. Yep. All right, and next we have Callie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kaylee Brundle. I'm sorry. An, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm Kaylee Brundle. I am an incoming freshman at Villanova University this fall, pursuing an English major with a pre-law track. Um, I am also receiving the, the Qualls Memorial Scholarship, same as the previous recipient. This is my first ACB convention and my first ACB scholarship, so I'm extremely grateful to be a part of both. Thank you to ACB and the scholarship committee for allowing me to get one step closer to pursuing my career as a disability rights attorney. So thank you so much. Welcome, Kaylee. All right. And then we have Zach. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Zachary Fox, and I am a first-time ACB scholarship winner. Um, yeah, and I'm actually, I just graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Stout, uh, you know, um, bachelor level of uh, vocational rehabilitation. And um, I'm currently, um, originally from Minnesota, and I currently uh, moved to Florida, and I'm planning to attend uh, Florida State University and the career counseling program at the master's level. And uh, I would like to say thank you for everyone, and uh, I'm glad to be here. And there's uh, no one else with their hand raised. Okay. Let's go to May. Oh, Rebecca has her hand raised. Yay. Hi, Rebecca. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Rebecca Bridges. I'm excited to be with you again. I'm multitasking. I've got, I was just on a different meeting, but I <laughs> wanted to hop in and and say hello again. Um, I've been hearing from some of you of our winners throughout the weekend. So I'm glad you all are, you know, partaking in the conference and enjoying it so far. Um, I'm the chair of the scholarship committee and just really excited to have all of you with us. And I want to, I want to thank all of you for being here. And I want to thank ACB students for, um, for hosting, you know, this, this event and just really excited for all of you to get acquainted with one another. So uh, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Uh, okay. Next up, um, we, have, we have Saeed. I believe that's how you say your name. I'm sorry yeah, it's Saeed. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you for having me here. My name is Saeed Rizvi. I'm originally from uh, Western Massachusetts, um, and I just completed my undergrad in Texas. I'm going to be starting at Harvard Law School this upcoming fall and this summer I'm working for Aiken Gump, which is a uh, large multinational law firm. And some of the matters that I've been working on range from uh, human trafficking uh, or assisting um, clients who are suffering from battered women's syndrome uh, via the Violence Against Women's Act. So uh, my future goals are definitely to be a civil rights attorney. And uh, thank you for supporting me in that, in that goal. So, Welcome. And the, that's all the hands. Okay. Hi, this is Kathy. And sorry, I didn't, I didn't have my uh, raise hand thing. So uh, Kathy Schmidt Whitaker, I'm on the scholarship committee and my birthday's also in May. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Um, okay, how about June? If you're in June, your birthday's in June. Carson. Hello, I'm Carson McKegg. I am currently going to be a freshman at UW Platteville. Uh, 
I am going for a mechanical engineering degree. I am a scholarship winner of a CCLVI scholarship, which I'm very grateful for. And I am very fortunate to have this be my first ACB convention. Welcome, Carson. Thank you. And next we have Mitchell. Hi, everyone. My name is Mitchell Bridwell. I am uh, one of the directors on the ACB Students Board. I am currently a junior majoring in computer science at Purdue University. And I'm super happy that, um, just be proud. Uh, congratulations to everyone on just, um, receiving the scholarships. Um, I know that it's going to definitely um, help out a lot, and I definitely believe that you, you all deserve it. And that's all of the hands. Okay, let's move to July. Your birthday's in July. Um, no one has raised their hand. Okay, hello, August. Carlos. Hello, everybody. Um, this is Carlos Medrano. I'm um, a treasurer on the ACB Students Board, uh, currently a student majoring in computer science, and this is my senior year. And as Mitchell was saying, I want to say congratulations to everybody for receiving a scholarship. Um, it's always helpful to help pay tuition or um, not be broke during your college year. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, totally. Congratulate yourselves, everybody. And next up is Carrie. Hi, this is Carrie Muth. I'm the president of ACB of Oregon affiliate. And um, I've never received one of the scholarships when I used to be in school. And I just want to um, congratulate everybody who has won scholarships and wish you the best. And I wanted to pass along a few words of wisdom from my dad. So I was the first blind person in my family. And I found out at the age of 14 as a freshman in high school. And I am also the first one in my family to get a college education. And my dad told me in high school, he said, your sister can wait tables, your brother can pump gas you can't do either. You need an education. <laughs> and when things were really, really rough, because I was actually a single mom um, during part of my college career, and I had children during it, um, those those words would come back and give me the motivation. So, you know, my, my suggestion to you is find what's going to motivate you, because it's not always going to be easy. But with determination and perseverance, you can make it and get to the end. So congratulations, everybody. Thanks so much, Carrie. Next, we have Agnes. Hi, I'm Agnes from Colorado. And I just wanted to congratulate all of the scholarship winners. Um, I have a, an undergraduate degree and a master's degree and did do some uh, doctoral studies. And I agree that you have to have something to, you know, motivate you. And I think it's also important for college students to learn early on that you also need to know how to advocate for yourself and how to, you know, work with people and sometimes get people together all in one meeting or group when you need a certain thing done so you can uh, get the task accomplished. Good luck, everyone. Thank you, Agnes. And there are no more raised hands. Okay. We're going to move to September. Abigail. Hello, everyone. My name is Abigail Shaw. I'm um, based in Brooklyn, New York, and I'm a recipient of the John Hebner Scholarship. So, Big thank you to the scholarship committee and ACB for this um, great honor. Um, I'm studying, I'm getting my master's in social work at Fordham University, and I hope to um, use that to build better programs and influence policy that relate to disability rights. Thanks, Abby. And Matthew? Hi, I'm Matthew Turner. I've been around here a few times. This is my <laughs> fifth uh, convention, actually, and third uh, virtual one. So uh, I was in Israel one year and, and ended up doing the convention virtually. So uh, really excited to be here. I When I entered college, I 
really took a leap of faith. I had no idea how I was going to afford MIT because MIT is not cheap. <laughs> and ACB um, has just been such a great part of helping fund my education. I'm really, really grateful to God for, in fact, it looks like I could potentially graduate debt-free here at the end of the year. So um, that'd be really amazing and, and uh just so grateful for ACB for their help in that. Um, I'm studying computer science and uh, finished my undergrad this last year, and I'll be doing a master's uh, this coming year. So glad to be here. Good to see you again, Matt. And next is Aaron Espinoza. Yeah, so my name is Aaron Espinoza. I serve uh, currently serve as Director 2 for the ACB student at the national level, also president of the California Council of Blind Students. Just got elected um, in school. I'm a I'm triple major, uh, computer science, rehabilitation, and social psychology. And I want to say congrats to, to all the scholarship winners, especially the back-to-back -back scholarship winners. Hopefully it can be a 3P uh, for a couple of you. That'd be super cool to see. And, that's pretty much it. Uh, go ACB all day. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. And that is all the hands. Great. Well, I'm going to go because my birthday is also in September. Um, hi again, everyone. I'm Minha, and um, I've actually been president of ACB students for a few years now. So um, it's been really great to see all the repeat scholarship winners. Um, and you'll know, see you guys continuing to accomplish things. Um, so I, in my personal life, I work as an assistive technology instructor um, at the Carroll Center for the Blind. I love to play the ukulele and take walks with my guide dog. And yes, congratulations to all of you. Um, really amazing accomplishments. Um, I've been hearing and reading about all of you. Um, so I'm really glad that you could participate in the convention. Um, and I hope you gain a lot and learn a lot over the upcoming week. All right, we're going to move to October. To in? Yeah, yeah. I'm Klein from California. Um, I had uh, an, an, an undergraduate degree in physics and a master candidate in biochemistry, probably be graduating next May, and hopefully getting into a PhD program uh, sometime afterward. I'm now looking for some PhD program that I can go into. Um, yeah, I've never been a scholarship, ATB scholarship recipient. However, I would like to congratulate all the, all the recipients for the school year, and I with you all the best enjoy academic event academic endeavors thank you thank you and um there's someone <coughs> whose hand is raised your last name is shaw hello this is bhavya um i've been pronounced b-h-a-v-y-a and different variations of my name so it's all good but uh, bhavya shah i am originally from mumbai india i am currently in new jersey but i am a rising sophomore at stanford university I'm studying mathematics, computer science, and education, and I'm incredibly grateful for this scholarship. Um, it really helps to get some help uh, to avoid being broke at college. So it's all good. Some fun things I'm doing over the summer, I'll share. Firstly, I'm taking a math class in probability and topology theory. And if anybody thinks that's not fun, um, we can't be friends. But secondly, I'm also doing a full-time research assistantship with this professor at Stanford about candidate priming. Big professor, his research has been tweeted out by Barack Obama and whatnot. The third thing should be of interest. Uh, I'm helping organize the inclusive design in tech conference at Stanford, in which we will be exploring themes of how the technology industry, Stanford with its proximity to the Silicon Valley makes this all the more relevant, is adapting or not adapting adequately to the different needs of marginalized groups of which disabled individuals are an integral part in designing their products. So I'm excited in being a part of shaping that event coming up in September or October. So pleased to be here and thank you so much to ACB for this honor. Thanks, Claudia. Um, and there's no more hands. Okay. And November. Hold the audio now. Addison. 
Hi, my name is Addison Lemon, and I am the Cory Pennsylvania Resident Scholarship winner. I'm going to be attending Robert Morris University in the fall. I'm going to be a freshman. I'm going to be studying early childhood and special education. I'm also going to be a part of Robert Morris's Color Guard, as well as their Women's Leadership and Mentor Program. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to graduate school year early, so I'm probably one of the youngest scholarship winners. And this is my first ACB scholarship convention, so I'm really excited to learn a lot this week and just to get to know everybody. And Danette. Hello, I'm from Washington State, and I just want to say congratulations to all of you scholarship winners. Continuing your education is super important. I'm a member of Washington Council of the Blind Scholarship Committee, and a special thank congratulations to Isaac Hyman, and to just keep on reaching for your goals and press forward. Reach for the sky. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Danette. And Tom G., uh, hey, everyone. My name is Tom Jirasi. I'm a rising freshman at Merrimack College in Andover, Massachusetts. Um, I live in West Newton, Massachusetts. I'm attending a three-week program at the Carroll Center for the Blind right now. So me and Min, know each other. I figured I'd mention that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be a communications and media major, um, and I hope to get a career in social media marketing and management after college. Um, which I'm already kind of doing part-time, I guess. Um, just thank you to everyone on the scholarship committee for choosing me as a recipient, and I look forward to seeing what college brings for me. And next is Olivia. Hi. So I came in a little bit late, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. I guess we're just introducing ourselves. Is that what we're doing? Yes. And if you're a scholarship winner, um, like you're studying, fun something thought about yourself okay well I'm, I'm really sorry that i was late but my name is olivia and i'm from michigan and i will be attending the university of michigan uh to pursue a triple major in political science international studies and history and i'm a scholarship winner and um i'm really really grateful for the opportunity to have a scholarship so i just want to say thank you to everybody um and a shout out to don course if he's here for interviewing me and be, being so nice so yeah thank you for thank you so much thanks Olivia. oh and i forgot to mention man um i'm receiving the quality scholarship i don't know if i was supposed to mention that okay <laughs> thanks Tom. and that's all of the hands okay all right december any december baby? zachary Hi, my name is uh, Zach Thibodeau. Uh, I'm an incoming freshman to Yale University studying public policy and uh, political science. I just want to take the opportunity to thank um, ACB for giving me the Eunice Fiorito and Charles Dillman scholarship. I appreciate it. It was like someone I've mentioned, it's very expensive to go to college, uh, especially at the Ivy League level. So I, I definitely appreciate you know, the financial uh, assistance with that. But thank you so much. And the, uh, that are all, that's all the hands. That's all the hands. Okay. Um, is anyone in the room that has not have, uh, uh, oh my goodness, has not had an opportunity to introduce themselves and would like to? All right. No one has their hand raised. Okay. Great. Wow. Um, thank you so much for introducing yourselves, and it's always nice to know who's in the room, and um, you know, it's nice to hear what you've done and what you're planning to do. Um, that always makes me really happy. Okay, so before um, I introduce our wonderful keynote speaker, um, I was wondering if anybody, if Rebecca or anyone from the scholarship committee would, um, has anything to share. Um, I don't, I don't think so. Um, okay. I know that we, I mean, we, I, you know, we spoke to everybody on, on Friday. Um, and again, just on behalf of the scholarship committee, I mean, I want to thank everyone on the committee for their service and thank the students, uh, you know, for all you all are doing and, and remind our recipients that you all are members of ACB students by virtue of 
of your scholarship. So I, I encourage you to, to check out what men and her group um, have to offer. I started my journey in ACB as a scholarship recipient back in Pittsburgh in 2003. And um, the first, my first convention, I believe I was elected what was it? Some kind of vice president of ACB students or something like that. <laughs> um, so you can jump in at any time and do, do what you like. So I would just encourage you to do that. Um, I know I'll be sharing some information with our recipients, with all of you throughout the week. Um, I know I owed you some follow-up things uh, from the call on Friday night that we had. So I'll be sending out those emails. And again, I know some of you have reached out already, but please don't hesitate to email, call, or text me. Um, texting is probably the fastest, FYI, if you want to get a hold of me. I, I uh, With the convention going on, I opened my inbox this morning, and I think I had 300 emails in my Gmail. Um, so, <laughs> so if you need something, uh, you know, do reach out if you have questions. There are no silly questions. I know myself and Min and, and others in ACB will be more than happy to answer any questions you have. And you all are just such a dynamic group of individuals and just so excited that you're here with us and just to learn and, and from and get to know all of you. So with that, I'm going to turn it over, turn it back to, to Min and team. And I might kind of be in and out because I'm also doing the committee chairs um, call that I need to be on as well. So I'm, I'm multitasking, but yes. thank you Min, for hosting and, and thank you all for being here. Thanks, Rebecca. She's very busy. <laughs> We're all um, busy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Convention is very exciting, but and I, I just wanted to kind of emphasize and reiterate what Rebecca was saying. Um, you know, you're all members now of ACB students. Um, your dues are covered for as part of your scholarship, um, and I would really encourage all of you to get involved, whether that's you know, joining a committee or um, even getting on the board because it's an excellent way to get leadership experience. Um, also learn more about ACB, um, what we do. Um, and I also got involved in ACB um, from my first scholarship uh, back in 2012. And it's been a really great experience for me to, um, you know, kind of go through the ranks on, on the board. And it's given me a lot of leadership experience, advocacy, um, you know, just making some really great connections within the blindness and disability community. Um, and, you know, we're all friends and family here in ACB. Um, and I really believe that. And um, I'm so happy to welcome you to our organization. So... I'm now going to introduce our keynote speaker. Um, and he kind of already introduced himself a little bit. So Gabriel, oh God, Gabriel Lopez Cafati is um, the president of Blind Pride International. And he's been a longtime friend and supporter of ACB students. Um, and he's a good friend of mine. And he's such a wonderful person such a dynamic speaker um, and I'm so so thrilled that he agreed to give our keynote today um, and without further ado I'm going to turn it over to Gabe. Thanks Min, thank you for that wonderful intro. <laughs> uh, just a logistical question Min, um, uh, is, is there anything else in the program after Nope. So you, so we end at twelve forty-five. So you have plenty of time, and <laughs> like, you know, give like some time to ask questions. But sure. um, I know you can definitely fill up that time. <laughs> <laughs> what a reputation! But okay, yeah, I'll leave about ten minutes <laughs> for for any questions, answers, or any comments. Sounds good. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. And Antoinette and I had already talked a little bit about time timeline, but I wanted to make sure. So mm -hmm. thank you so much. Thanks to um, Min, my very dear friend, Antoinette, and uh, the board of ACB students. As Min said, um, we're not only friends, but we've been um, 
we collaborate a lot between BPI and ACB students. We have a lot of members in common. And um, I just want to start off with, uh, again, congratulating all the scholarship recipients for this year. I'm going to, I'm known for, for bringing quotes. I love quotes. So I just want to start off with one of my favorite, Helen Keller, phrases when uh, she was asked about blindness and uh, her response was, you know, many people may think that blindness is uh, a sad situation, but I believe it is uh, not. I believe it is actually sad to have no vision. And um, I wanted to start with that because that has empowered me so many times along the course of my history of my education and my personal life. And uh, I truly believe that everyone here today has a vision. Um, ACB Students uh, is an organization uh, that like BPI has faced so many struggles and we've been fortunate and blessed to have the uh, support of our parent organization, the American Council of the Blind, and hence we're here. And uh, I truly want to say that we are transforming lives. And it was because of that vision that we had um, as leaders of the organizations that we um, th that that we carry the responsibility of leading. Uh, because without that vision, um, we wouldn't be able to move forward. That vision is the ability to look into the future and uh, try to make the most of today to ensure that our future is going to match with more or less what we intend. And I have to, you know, throw in a little caveat there because another of my favorite phrases is, you know, life is everything else that happens after we make our own plans. So, um, Having said that, um, one of my favorite core values of uh, ACB is flexibility. Um, one of my advice or pieces of advice to all, all scholarship recipients today is to be flexible, be ready to adapt. Uh, and I'm going to share a little bit of my story so that you get to know me and get to know the student side of me. <laughs> uh, growing up, um, I was uh, not always living, I couldn't always have the privilege of living in this great country. Um, I was born and raised uh, in Honduras, a small country in, and very poor in Central America. I uh, was very blessed to have attended a private American school in Honduras. Um, but even with uh, private school, I, uh, you know, I, I wasn't able to, to get the full experience because uh, people were not ready to deal with my disability. They were, you know, they had a good heart and they had the best of intentions, but there were no special accommodations. So um, I uh, have a degenerative condition, retinitis pigmentosa. And as I was losing my sight through high school, I depended a lot on study groups and uh, memory, of course, because, you know, I needed uh, my memory. So, um, I want to emphasize the strength and the power of study groups. Study groups are just amazing. Uh, I, I always uh, tried to be as independent as possible, but whenever you can join study groups, there's so much that can be exchanged, um, not only information, but knowledge and tips and experiences and even personal anecdotes that help you grow and help you be stronger in this path. Um, the academic path is definitely not an easy one. There's a lot of challenges, especially for those of us who are um, disabled or in this case, visually impaired. I actually went um, to college. Uh, my first uh, professional, um, I would say my first professional stage was um, going into law school in Honduras, obviously, uh, a system that was not able to support me with my needs as a visually impaired student. So I, again, was so fortunate and blessed to have the best parents in the world. I know we all say that, but my parents were just troopers and they were such an amazing part of my education because we 
had to get creative. And believe it or not, I went through law school and graduated, um, you know, with with some honors in uh, law school with the help of my parents. So what we used to do is that we would um, my parents would record my all my books. And those of you who are in law and I heard a couple of you can only imagine uh, law. <laughs> it's tons and tons and thousands of pages, books, and especially in um, a civil law system where everything is code-based. So it was the criminal code, the civil code, the corporate code. It was everything, everything, everything. And um, my parents had the dedication and the tenacity to hold my hand through the entire process and record all of my books, all of my codes in cassette tapes because digital recorders were just starting and I'm aging myself. <laughs> but in any case, this was mid-90s. I practiced law very successfully with, a, with an international uh, law firm in Honduras. But then my vision uh, started going downhill. Um, and um, I had to reinvent myself. I actually was uh, not able to practice law anymore in a very hostile environment where people uh, in the best of scenarios in, in, in a country like Honduras, where there's so much corruption and bribery and whatnot, in the best of conditions, uh, I, you know, I was at a disadvantage uh, because, like I said, even in the best of conditions, you face a lot of corruption and uh, not only coming from government officials, judges, but also colleagues, and which is a very sad situation. So, you know, let alone being blind and, and, and being in a court system uh, or trying to represent my clients to the best of my ability. And I had a lot of passion for my career and a lot of passion for the cases that I took on and, uh, you know, I, I, I gave my best, but it got to a point where I had to stop and reevaluate myself. And that's, that's when I discovered how flexible and how adaptable we need to be. And this is something that I want to share with you uh, to keep in mind, uh, you know, whatever you feel is your passion, that's great and it's amazing and i totally encourage all of you to pursue that passion but if you have to make minor or more considerable adaptations along the way be flexible and ready to adapt and to still give the best of what you have to the new situation um that's when i decided to move to the united states and i moved here to miami florida where i've been living for the past um 16 years I went through a rehab program um, at the Lighthouse, um, learned my technology, screen readers, mobility. <laughs> um, and then um, I found myself with all these skills and all this knowledge, but not knowing what to do with them because I was not ready to go back to Honduras with all these uh, skills in a place where I was not going to be able to use my skills, you know, <laughs> try to use a cane in, in, in parts of the developing countries where it's even um, a hazard for a sighted person to walk. <laughs> and if you don't trip over a sidewalk that is cracked and broken, then you can get mugged or whatnot. So I started analyzing and decided that uh, my place was here in the United States. And I started um, reaching out to companies that I had worked with while I was uh, a lawyer in Honduras. And I was fortunate enough to match the um, project of these uh, companies that were trying to export their products, coffee and other food and beverage products from Honduras into the United States. So I managed that, um, that um, project and um, gained so much knowledge. Uh, and this is where I learned uh, something else. I learned uh, that school is one thing and education is a totally different thing. I think school is something that we get the opportunity to attend. And uh, of course, we need to make the most of it. But education is, uh, I, I feel, comes from within because we learn from anything and everything around us. We learn from our loved ones. We learn from our friends 
We learn from our connections. We learn from the environment. We learn from the things we do. Uh, in my case, I was, you know, uh, here I was a law degree doing business and uh, marketing and accounting and hiring personnel and logistics, import, export documents. Um, so uh, I, I felt that I was not going to school, but I was being educated by all these new things that I was learning thanks to the adaptability and the flexibility that I was able to exert when I figured that I could not go back to Honduras and I could not practice law in the United States because of the clash of the systems between civil and common law. So moving forward, um, that's, you know, hence one of my favorite, uh, another of my favorite quotes, uh, I believe Mark Twain said, you know, don't let your schooling get in the way of your education. Um, don't think that everything that's going to educate and form your professional mind, your professional being is going to come from school. A great deal of it is definitely going to come from school. Um, and uh, I, I really want to encourage you all to make the most of your school time because um, school time is just an amazing part. Um, I'm a geek. <laughs> I considered myself a nerd. I think I was, you know, <laughs> sometimes even bullied at uh, school because of me being such a nerd. I love reading. I love education. Um, I love studying. And and school is 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 a stage in your life that will not repeat. And it's a stage in which you're absorbing information. Hence the the importance of accessibility. Um, I feel um, that um, that's one of the things that um, has made me an advocate for accessibility in education. And I was so happy to hear uh, so many of you uh, making a career within the disability field because we need so much of it. We need accessibility. Uh, information is the power that we need to go out into the world and what can we do with information if it's not accessible to us um so i commend every one of you uh even if you're not in a career uh fighting for disability rights or fighting for accessibility just being out there just having the courage of being present and going to class every day whether it be virtual or in person or blended just showing up and uh, just using all the technology tools and using all the help that you can get. Um, like in this case, being a scholarship recipient, um, helping you get through uh, your schooling, your education, doing all of that, you are an advocate. You are showing the world that there's no stopping us. And uh, many people learn from you. Um, believe it or not, I don't mean to go into the whole thing of you are an inspiration because I know many of us don't like to hear that because we don't like to hear that we're an inspiration just because we're able to throw on a pair of jeans, a t-shirt and get to our classroom. <laughs> But I, um, I do believe, strongly believe in another of uh, my favorite quotes from uh, Jim Carrey, who says that um, the best, the strongest and most powerful currency you can have is the effect you have on others. And, uh, you know, if, 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 if we inspire others, then so be it. If we, um, if we have that effect of making others reflect on how, how much we, have to run the extra mile just to level our playing field and uh, just to be uh, on the same on the same level of accessing information and being able to access our education as our non-disabled classmates i think that's great i think that is powerful because we are giving that that image we are providing others with that extra push that they needed so that effect that we have on others is just uh, something that makes us even more valuable and makes us even more educated because we are learning 
through teaching others just by living our lives. So that is amazing, if you ask me. And uh, going through college, uh, whether you're doing your bachelor's degree or graduate, I even heard people, some of you going into your PhD, um, uh, I commend you for that because I strongly believe in education as a door that opens up to the world. And uh, education, let me stop for a little bit and, and, and talk a little about schooling and education, because now, um, full circle, I ended up working in um, higher ed. And uh, I, am, I started off um, as uh, adaptive technology specialist uh, for uh, the North Campus at Miami-Dade College, which is one of the largest um, college, uh, colleges in the U.S., and um, I did that for a couple of years, and now um, I've been an advisor for students uh, with disabilities. Give me one second. Okay, just checking, because I heard someone unmute, and I was like thinking maybe that's men telling me, Gabe, you're up to the time. <laughs> so it's 12.22. Okay, so the um, um, uh, being an advisor for students with disabilities has given me so many rewards. It's been such an amazing experience. And uh, it's almost also been very funny during the past year when uh, we've been virtual. I love it when I get, uh, for example, a student with, um, obviously, disability. I work uh, with, for the um, Disability Service Office uh, as an advisor. So I get students on the phone and we have a meeting and they want to push for kind of some special treatment because they come from high school and they start telling me, oh, but my IEP says that I get this and I get that and I need a note taker for my psychology class. And, you know, I start asking, why would you need a, you know, a, a, a note taker? Um, you have a recorder, you have uh, the ability we of requesting PowerPoint presentations and lectures from your professors. So uh, it gets to a point where they obviously not meeting with me in person, but over the phone and they start telling me that I do not understand them because they have a disability and I don't know what that is to go to school with a disability. And then <laughs> I, I love those moments when I hit them with, well, let me tell you that I myself am blind and I went through school, not only in my home country, but also here, um, because I did go back to school, like I said, flexibility, adaptability, reinventing myself. I uh, went to um, graduate school here in Miami for my master's in business administration with a major in management. So I, I, it's, it's, it's sometimes I have fun with them and, and, and I, you know, and, and I just hear their reaction or lack thereof when uh, I tell them that I myself am a professional with a disability and that I have been a student with a disability. So that brings me to a very important point about schooling and education and your tenure through higher ed. You know, schooling and education, the information that you receive from faculty is great and it is amazing, but don't stay with what faculty members tell you, I invite you to challenge them. I invite you to question them. If you have a question and it's pressing and it's in your mind and you feel afraid of asking the question just because you feel that you will be contradicting them, I, the best advice I can give you is feel empowered and feel that some of the biggest and most impactful changes in society, in government, in the history of our planet have happened because someone stood up and asked a question, the question that no one, no one else wanted to ask. If you have that question in your mind and you have that platform and you have that power, go ahead and ask it. Challenge your faculty. Now, don't become revolutionaries. Don't go in and say, hey, Gabe told us to go and fight with faculty. <laughs> but, um, you know, with a lot of respect and coming from a place of a lot of education and being ready for a dialogue, uh, for a difference of opinions with classmates and faculty, um, just don't 
take all the information that you get as absolute truth uh, because it may not be. And uh, some of the truths that we are taught sometimes are given to us as knowledge. And uh, knowledge, sometimes it's just something that has been passed on from generation to generation. It's information that has been accepted as truth by everyone, but that doesn't mean that it has to be your truth. It doesn't have to be your reality. If you feel in your core that you have a different reality or that if you feel that whatever is given, being given you as information, as knowledge, does not resonate with the core of who you are, I invite you to question it and analyze it and, 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 and start a conversation around it. Because one of my most important pieces of advice for you today is be true to yourself. Be true to your education, but before that, be true to yourself your values, and trust your gut instinct, because that never lies. So if you feel that something's wrong, speak up. If you feel that something's not in alignment with your values or with your beliefs, also speak up and make sure that you always, always stay true to your values and to your integrity and um, absorb not only the information, look at schooling, not only as a source of information, but also as a source of experiences, experiences that will enrich your life through connections, through friendships, through colleagues, through networking. I cannot stress the importance of networking and being visible and uh, not just taking school as a place that you go to for a class, a lecture that you go back to your dorm or your house and study and then come back to your institution to take a test. I, I'm a big proponent of universal design for learning. So even if, you, even if that's not something that your school is ready to embrace, bring it up and uh, talk about it because maybe people do not ha have knowledge of, of, of such a wonderful concept as is universal design, that it benefits not only us persons with disabilities, or in this case, students with disabilities, but also every type of uh, variability in learning. So give as much as you are taking from your school, because that's another of my uh, pieces of advice to you is, I feel that you get from your experience as much as you put into it. So we can complain about our school or about a certain professor, but rather than complaining, um, I recommend you to use that energy and focus that energy and harness that energy into putting in your own effort. And as much as you give, you will receive from that class or from that experience. And putting yourself out there is also a great way of networking and it's also a great way of starting to open those doors because i'm not gonna lie to you it's not gonna be easy um when you go into the work field um unfortunately we all know and i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna bore you with numbers uh but we all know that um the blind community uh has a higher much much higher uh percentage of unemployment even though we are equally or sometimes many times even more prepared, uh, both uh, with our own abilities and capabilities, but also with education than our non-disabled peers. So don't be discouraged by the word no. Actually use that word no as power. Because I know this is going to sound very cliche, but it is true. Um, you know, an, uh, another no in your portfolio just brings you closer to that yes. And that yes is going to come. It's, it's, it, it just needs to be the right fit. I definitely recommend you use all the resources that you are given at your campus and uh, definitely work closely with your disability service office because 
That's what they're there for, to support you in your education, to support you in making you successful through your higher education experience. So use all those resources, but also use all the mainstream resources that your school has to offer and uh, connect with others, connect with your professors and always make sure that you give that extra, that you go outside of academia and you share personal experiences that you feel comfortable sharing that you will think will bring you closer to someone or closer to a group. Um, organizations, clubs are phenomenal to join. Uh, whatever your interests are, uh, if you can do that, you know, I know time is uh, one of the most precious assets when you're going through higher ed, but definitely, uh, like I told you earlier, education, the actual formal part of education is just a part, it's just a piece of your formation as professionals, the connections, the networking, and the extracurricular experiences that you acquire in college also give you so much inform you as a person, as a well-rounded individual. And um, going into the professional world, aim high, don't feel afraid don't feel intimidated like i said we we face many no's but we will face that yes and after that many many other yeses another of my favorite quotes and i think getting close to uh wrapping up um yes, my another minute or two rambling yes another of my <laughs> favorite quotes is from uh michelangelo believe it or not he uh, used to tell his um apprentice and his you know, students, I will not be disappointed if you aim high and don't hit the mark, but I will be very disappointed if you aim low and you actually hit that mark. So aim high, don't take no for an answer. Don't take no as a definite no, take that no as a power to keep going until you get to that yes. And all my best to you. Congratulations again. Feel free to reach me if you want to chat or if you want a piece of advice. I'm always happy to chat and I'm always happy to make new friends. Thank you, Min. Thank you, ACB students, for inviting me and for the honor of speaking to you and um, your wonderful scholarship recipients of 2021. Yay. Thanks so much, Gabe. <laughs> Virtual round of applause. <laughs> we should have like brought some background, um, you know, sound <laughs> effects or something. Oh, if you could but, play the ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> I love you to hear you. Yeah. That was really great. Um, Gail, I always love listening to you talk because Thank you have you, uh, such great things to share. And um, all your quotes are really amazing, too. So <laughs> thanks. We have about 10 minutes left. Um, we can probably take like one or two questions for Gabe if anyone has something. Bavia does. Great. Go ahead, Bavia. Um, thank you so much for that incredible presentation. Um, I had a quick question, and I'm not sure exactly what I'm asking, but I'll just share my thought. Um, this is coming from me as an international student as well. I flew to California only in March of this year, entering the U.S. as a student for the first time. And I think you and I both know that in America, while blind people still have a fight for equality remaining, the situation in countries like India and Honduras is way, way worse. And back in the day at your time, I cannot imagine. But even in the status quo, you had to record your books for the last mm -hmm. two years of high school. I had to manually type up all of my textbooks as I, my mother was not educated in the sciences, dictated physics equations. So I guess wow. the thing that I often have a dilemma about is how to feel about the fact that I'm now in a much more privileged country, wherein accessibility resources are perhaps not always perfectly consistently available, but are almost entirely dependable. I get my books on time as opposed to needing to type them up and have a lag. And I continue to be in touch with my friends in India who can't even find a scribe for an exam. So I wonder how you in your life reconcile the increased access that you faced in the US mm -hmm. with the people in Honduras who are blind and who still have um, resources that are scarce. That is an awesome question. That is a very beautiful question because, yes, 
the the key i'm going to start with one word answer which is the short word answer is balance make sure you keep a balance uh in between your opportunities because not to be selfish but you have the opportunity of being here so be present and take advantage of the opportunities that this great country offers us and is offering you as a student with a disability um, don't lose focus of your goal because you are not betraying your classmates and your friends in India. You are growing to be in a better place where you could help them. Uh, this is your introduction to ACB and ACB students. Um, there's so much that you can do. Um, I, I am part of the International Relations Committee, and many times we... Um, we do a lot of uh, donations. We, 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 we have drives of, um, you know, getting white canes and braille machines and recorders um, and other adaptive equipment for students with visual impairment that we send to countries. So get involved with ACB and, and find ways of helping your friends in India, but don't let that deter you from taking advantage of all the accessibility services that you have at your school here in California. And even more so, I, I was in your same situation and sometimes I even felt guilty because I said, well, this service is not exactly what I need. Probably you get someone that's not, you know, so proficient in JAWS and they cannot, you know, get your computer running or um, someone who's not a perfect or excellent scribe don't be afraid don't feel because I, I i can hear it from you and your question i know that you probably sometimes you we are so grateful that we don't want to say hey this is not actually what i need i need this or you know it's not complaining it's just actually right. speaking up because this country gives us the opportunity of speaking up and if we don't speak up i know your culture very similar to mine we tend to stay quiet because we tend to think that if we say something, it sounds like we're being ungrateful. It's not. It's just helping you and helping others help yourself. So like I said, don't lose focus. Get involved with ways in which you can help your friends in India, but don't feel guilty and take advantage of everything this country has to give you. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, and then Tom, I'm oh, sorry. Did you want another yeah. question? It's twelve forty. Um, I don't. I just want to give us enough time for our announcements. So, Gabe, yes. can you share an email address or a way for uh, these students to get in touch sure. with you? Yeah, absolutely. So it's president at blindlgbtpride.org. So I'm going to repeat it: president at blindlgbtpride.org. Great. Mm -hmm. uh, and definitely reach out to Gabe. I know he'd love to hear from you. Like, that's a definitely genuine thing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know me, man. I love yes. chatting with people and I love I uh, talking and, and encouraging, especially students. I'm very passionate about education and I definitely empower, like to empower anyone who's pursuing that, that extra level of education. That's Great. amazing. Thanks again, Gabe. I really appreciate Thanks. it. Um, Okay, so before we end, um, I just have a couple of announcements for LACB students. Um, so we have a disability history and awareness uh, panel this afternoon at uh, 4 p.m. Um, and I hope you all will be able to attend that because I think that it's a really important conversation to hear and to have. And then later on in the week, um, well, actually tomorrow, <laughs> getting my days all mixed up, um, is our ACBS business meeting. So that's where you'll be able to hear more about what we've accomplished as an organization over the past year. Um, and also you know, more announcements about elections and board positions and things like that. And... Then um, we also have a sensuality and sexuality presentation with our friends from BPI. Um, it's a co-sponsored event also tomorrow. And then we have 
probably our last event is um, the second part of an accessible game video game showdown. And I know accessible gaming is a big passion of Aaron, and he's kind of um, spearheaded this. And we're really excited to be able to continue that from our um, last year. And if you would like to follow us on social media, it's um, everything is at ACB students. So at ACB students on Facebook, at ACB students on Twitter. Um, and you can also reach out to me at any point, uh, president at acbstudents.org. Again, that's president at acbstudents.org. Um, and I'll be reaching out to you um, sometime this week or after convention to check in um, and give you more information about how to get involved with an organization. But please do come to our seminars and our business meeting tomorrow. Um, and thank you so much again for being here and for sharing all of your compliments with us. And I'll have Nika get the closing code. Okay. The closing code is... Nine six one two two. Again, it's nine six one two two. Awesome. Thanks so much, Mika, for your help today. And thanks again, everybody. Hope you enjoy the rest of the convention. <laughs>